Welcome to the 5G Decretory Podcast, where we will explore the hottest topics in 5G with some of the industry's leading minds. We are moving on. And moving is the right word before this session. Movement. Speaking about movement, I guess a lot of you have seen the famous cartoon Cars. And who would have known that when we watched it, that would be hopefully, the reality in a few years. Cars talking to each other, and not only talking to each other, but hearing information and getting information back. In a bit fun way, but now let's turn it into a very serious manner, because this is actually the future that we will discuss right now in this session, 5G, talking traffic. Joining me are two gentlemen who definitely know a thing or two about it. Joining me today, Johannes Springer, Director General of 5G AA, and Andreas Schaller, mobility solutions expert from Robert Bosch. Gentlemen, great to see and hear you online, and great to see that none of you is driving at the moment. Gentlemen, do you hear me already now? Yes. Now, perfect. Great. While we were looking for your sound or our sound on your side, we were asking the people this question, is autonomous driving going to save lives? Before we start with the discussion, a quick yes or no from your side to understand where we are. Is it going to save lives? From my perspective, yes. Um, one of the biggest um, uh, reasons why um, we have still fatalities on the road it's of course the driver and the faults of the driver and I'm pretty sure that we can reduce these fatalities by more advanced uh, assistance systems but also by of course autonomous driving. And I would like to add it's connected vehicles will save lives. They do not have to be autonomous and I will just explain it a little bit in 30 seconds. Great. So gentlemen, I'm very excited to hear the latest in this area of how 5G and autonomous driving is going to save lives. So let's talk traffic. Yeah, so thank you very much. What's about talking traffic? I um, tried to introduce first uh, briefly this, uh, this term. It was invented actually by the, by the friends from the Netherlands. Um, they had um, uh, recently set up, um, or a couple of years set up, a program which was called Talking Traffic. I like this term very much because I believe that um, we can increase the safety, but also um, increase the convenience uh, of the drivers, but also all the um, environmental benefits uh, of being mobile um, significantly if we can create a talking traffic-related uh, ecosystem. Uh, so talking traffic means everybody talks with each with each everybody. Andreas, would you agree on this, or what is your term of Bosch in phrasing talking traffic? Thank you, Johannes. So I I think I would just follow up with what the moderator asked all the audience about: Will automated vehicles save lives? And I answered: It will be already happening with connected vehicles and. I think we are reaching one major milestone in 2023 in Europe because this will be the first time when vehicles will be assigned with safety stars from the Euro NCAP rating if they are connected and receiving information. So for the first time, connectivity will be important to get a, a 
an equivalent rating in the Euro NCAP procedure. So what will that be? So it will be about speed assistance and, for example, getting information about a wrong-way driver on your highway route or information about road conditions will be awarded with additional safety points for the vehicles. But that's only the first step because this is what 2023 will happening. So we already see that in, in preparation for the automated vehicle, uh, information about sensors, video or radar are collected inside of the vehicles, transmitted to the cloud, prepared for AD vehicles, and then sent back to these dedicated AD vehicles to improve, as we just said, safety on the street. And that's something we will we have also on our 5GAA roadmap, both of these cases. And about 2024, we will see all that on the street in Europe with connected vehicles, AD or others. Andreas, wrong-way driver system, that, that sounds very interesting. Maybe you can explain a bit also to the audience how this information cycle, I would like to call it, yeah, from a talking traffic perspective works when vehicles are producing data and other vehicles are consuming an information what you have, what you have explained. How does it work with the wrong-way driver system? Okay, so for the one-way driver, it's a solution. It's provided uh, by Bosch in Europe and in the US. And it's a system where you can log in. And then if, there, if a one-way driver is dedicated on your route, you will get a warning. And this works uh, via applications on the mobile phone. For example, in the Netherlands, uh, or it also works uh, in information centers of dedicated vehicles, for example, with Skoda. So we are currently rolling it out uh, by road operators, by o but also by OEMs. And as I mentioned, uh, OEMs will get extra point 2023 if they have that features feature in their vehicle installed. But how is the wrong way driver? Uh, um, um, recognize so so who is producing the data so that that somebody knows that the vehicle is driving on the wrong path of the road okay the data are produced of course by the vehicle itself by checking your trajectory your route at an in highway intersection and if the algorithm detects that you took the wrong curve and you are now becoming a wrong-way driver, then everybody just around that exit or highway entry is getting a warning via the cellular network. Okay, so detection is made by the vehicle. Uh, the transmission of the information is made by cellular networks. Analytics is done in the cloud and service consumption again is realized via mobile networks. How does this work with intelligent speed assist, for instance? Because that is also something where a lot of people are sometimes a bit confused. What's the allowed 
maximum speed um, uh, at a certain uh, segment of the road where they, where they are driving. Yeah, so intelligent speed, so this one-way driver is a part of the intelligent speed assist system uh, for, for Euro NCAP. It's the same as a road condition where you get a warning about if it's a freezy road, if it's a sandy road, if, it's, if there is water on the road, if there are any objects in front of you. This road condition service works in the same way. It's your information are collected by vehicles or sent in by road operators and then synchronized via the telecom networks with the vehicles so that everybody which would sign up for the system gets the appropriate warning and information in the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Great. So what, what do you think, how long it will take uh, until such kind of systems will have a wide use uh, in Europe? Or in other words, why has it started in the Netherlands and I'm as a German are not able to receive such kind of a nice service. So what, what is really the barrier to bring such kind of systems into the reality? Uh, of course, Euro NCAP will play an important role. If you don't have it, you don't get the star. And that's, I think, one big uh, important business driver. But why does it so uh, um, uh, long time to, to, to get it as a customer? Yeah, so I think it depends on the region. So uh, it was really a success to integrate the <coughs> wrong way driver app into successful applications running already on the market for traffic information or also radio stations. So, and then you integrate the wrong way driver warning into this existing app ecosystem and by this, you, we actually got more than 50 million users of the service by adding us to other applications. And with this user base, of course, of course. it's easy to discuss with OEMs and say, this is how you get the data. You are leveraging the app ecosystems. And now it has reached a mature, uh, a certain stage that it's ready to be integrated in vehicles. So it's important that you get your customer with the app ecosystem and then get it into the vehicle. That's two steps. Okay, thanks a lot. So integration is key into already existing uh, applications and service environments. So thanks, uh, um, great examples uh, from the Nordics as we have seen uh, into in the introductory uh, video, hazard warnings, black ice warning, and all these things are, let's say, elements of a talking traffic uh, to distribute information about wrong way drivers. Very important information. Everybody who has received such kind of um, an event, he really would like to get this information pretty much in advance. Intelligent speed assist, another example, and I think we can. We could uh, talk about uh, two hours again about talking traffic examples and uh, about the benefits. So with that, uh, Sven, um, are there any questions uh, from the audience with respect to talking traffic aspects? First of all, gentlemen, I really have to say how amazing it is and to hear 
all these, where we are at the moment and where we're heading so much into detail. But let me ask you one thing. Uh, we have a colleague here that, although it's quite cold in Riga, but he came this morning to the studio on his bicycle. Traffic mm -hmm. is a quite wide perspective, I would say, and there are a lot of different traffic members. So where we stand at the moment with all these other traffic members, and we will well, we'll be, be able to talk with bicycles as well and involve them in the system. So most likely, uh, I, I, maybe I should, should give the, the question back. Does your colleague travel uh, by bike, but without his phone? Most likely not. So he took... And not, not on an e-bike yet. Not on an e-bike yet. Not on an e-bike yet, but even the e-bike uh, might be connected uh, in, in the future. But at least the phone is something where we can talk, of course, uh, with, your, with your dear colleague and uh, to include him into the traffic system as well. But if, because we have Andreas here on the stage and Bosch is also very well known for, for e-bike producing uh, components. Um, um, Andreas, what, what are the ideas uh, coming from Bosch to include also these uh, in our ecosystem, so-called vulnerable road users, so the cyclists, the pedestrians, uh, the scooter drivers also into the ecosystem? So as you may know, Bosch is the number one producer of systems for e-bikes. And now I'm speaking only about e-bikes. And you, so their energy is not really an issue. And most of the components are the same as in the automotive world. So our vision is really to have a bi-directional communication between the bicycles and the, all the other vehicles that they are communicating on the same level exchanging the same information and are even treated inside of the, of in the traffic in the urban traffic getting all the information so this is our our vision and we are working on this currently on in standardization bodies in Europe and in US to get this vision a reality okay so thanks thanks for this answer so i think two ways to integrate the bike directly but also to use the phone, what the, what the bike driver has already, the cyclist has already to, in, to include him. And we have, uh, for instance, um, recently uh, announced um, a very nice collaboration with Continental, where we have a collision avoidance, which is completely calculated uh, based on the user's phone uh, trajectory. So uh, also um, the bicycles can be in integrated into this uh, talking traffic ecosystem. So that definitely makes my colleague happy but, uh, to hear that. But, gentlemen, we have another uh, a minute to actually to answer this question, uh, another question from the audience. Is the concept of talking car more about having a radar integrated in every car or to have a network acting as a sensor? How would you answer this question? I would answer the question both uh, are relevant, of course, the sensors in the vehicle are relevant and also the direct communication is relevant, but also to integrate the car uh, via cellular networks, via the normal cellular environment, which works uh, everywhere uh, into, into the ecosystem to receive these wrong way driver information, what Andreas has uh, explained via the cloud to receive the intelligence speed assist via the cloud to, in, to to receive the hazard warnings as we have seen in the in the in the nordic race examples via the cloud these are very nice examples where the cellular um, uh, path plays a very important role andreas something to add on this 
Yeah, maybe just the connectivity brings more knowledge and therefore more intelligence into the vehicle beyond the scope of the sensors. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for this. And as you said yourself, this is about talking traffic. Talking means speaking and hearing. It's a two-way traffic. Let's put it this way. So it really is a full communication, and I really hope that we are heading there. Thank you for sharing so much insight about where we are and where exactly we are moving at the moment. And I hope the next time we will see online, when we will see you online in a few years, you will be sitting in a car in motion and being able to speak in a conference, not worrying about the traffic safety. Thank exactly. you for being with us this morning. And you, you, dear friends, don't forget to rate this session and rate these two gentlemen and their insight and knowledge about how. Oh.